Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hi, guys. You're really welcome here to the channel Narcon. On this channel, we believe in educating ourselves in relation to the narcissistic personality disorder, usually looked at in the intimate setting because that's the most intense experience you will go through and it's the most condensed, but it can be applicable to familial situations and workplace and friends, etc. We look at the personality disorder in order to understand what we've been through, to educate ourselves about it and to heal quicker and avoid these personality types going forward. Today's video is a response to a numer numerous subscriber requests, but a specific one where I was asked to produce a video that could be shown to family members or friends or even therapists going forward, you know, for people who have been through an intimate relationship with a narcissist because it's very difficult to explain the level of damage that you have sustained and why it's perhaps taking you, taking such a toll on you and taking such a long time for you to recover from the experience. So I will get into that video now. First of all, I would like to say a very big welcome to everyone here, both subscribers who've been here a long time and subscribers who are new to the channel. If it's your first time here and you haven't subscribed, can you help us out by doing so? Um, so that the videos will reach a wider audience. I'd really appreciate that if you find any value here in the channel. Thank you. Also, thank you to everyone that's used the super thanks, which is a new button that um, YouTube put up for people to show their appreciation. You can make a donation through that link, apparently. Thank you for anyone that's done that to date. Okay, so... What is a narcissistically abusive intimate relationship or what does that feel like or what effect has it had on a person who's been in one and come out of it? OK, so to friends and family or anyone that would like to understand what it is or maybe the, maybe looking at the relationship they've been through and wondering why is it taking me so long to heal from this intimate relationship when it never did before? or it's really taken a long time this time. It's really important that people understand the level of destruction that you've been through as a person 
within this relationship. Because people that are empathic and that do not know about the narcissistic personality disorder can often get trapped numerous times in these relationships. And going forward with your friends and family, it can kind of feel to them like you always seem to be in bits when a romantic relationship of yours ends. And if you've been through two or three of them, it's kind of a natural conclusion that your family or friends may come to that perhaps the problem lies with you. And coming from this point of view, as it is understandable for people who don't understand what you've been through, and even for you yourself, if you haven't been educated about this, it can compound the damage a narcissist does to you in them leaving you feeling as if there is something wrong with you, as if you were to blame for the relationship breaking down and is as if you're crazy and as if you need um, a lot of help, that you're a damaged human being. So this is a furtherance of the abuse and it's something it's something that I hope this video will help kind of put into perspective for both a victim or target of the relationship and also for people that are going to support them going forward in recovering from it. So with that said, what does a person go through when they've been in or are in a romantic relationship with a narcissist? There's a there's different phases in a romantic relationship with a narcissist and the different phases are the relationship starts with love bombing. This is an intense validation period for the target, for the narcissist's target. It can address loneliness, it can address a need for validation within the individual. It can give them the opportunity to blossom and bloom in a kind of a, a very fertile ground of praise and encouragement by the narcissistic individual. It can be a very familiar feeling in that the narcissist may be similar to someone that the person grew up with with issues that they didn't resolve. But there's an underlying sense of familiarity with this person. The narcissist will hone in on the target's vulnerabilities and will seek to, again, validate the person in relation to these vulnerabilities. So there's an intense build-up of very pleasurable hormones. Uh, the target of the narcissistic abuse feels like they've met the person they were always meant to meet. They're feeling amazing about themselves and they feel very healed, but it's a false healing. They feel exquisitely happy and that's an addictive feeling. 
in fact, what's going on is a narcissist getting a foot in with the target in the intimate relationship so that the person, the target, will bond to the narcissist and will fully trust the narcissist because the narcissist will open up about maybe their previous relationships or present as a victim or someone who needs the target, who needs their help. And that's also very validating for an empathic person to be able to feel that within the relationship, they also are not only happy, but have an ability or have have a platform where they can give and be fully in their own beauty of feeling validated by the giving to another and by helping and by a feeling of growth and a feeling, a false feeling of a very healthy dynamic. So that's how it starts off. And that's how the person is very, very bonded to a narcissist very quickly. It's like all all their dreams have come true. They've met their soulmate and everything bad that has previously happened to them in their lives is solved because this person believes in them fully and wholly and loves them for who they are. That is the false feeling and the false perception. The person, the narcissist, the narcissist isn't genuine in any of what they're doing at this stage. This is an infatuation stage, both for the narcissist and the target. But the narcissist is hooking onto that person as a food source, which seems very odd when you don't know about narcissistically abusive relationships. They're basically getting their claws in with that person and they will use a series of manipulations in the next phase, which I will explain to you now in a few moments. So they have hooked the individual and at this stage, they will begin to also get to know the person's friends and family and will decide who in the person's friends and family may be a threat to the relationship. What they're trying to do at this stage, it's called isolation, is to be the sole provider and source of the target's validation. So if there's if there's like normally there's always some kind of, you know, issues in families or differences of opinion or any family has has different things going on. The narcissist will hone in on any unresolved issues that the target may have with their family or friends and will also vamp up things, um, will vamp up reasons for the target to maybe feel left out of family and friends or jealousies. They'll hone in on negativities, any negativities or make negativities where none exist, will lie to the target in relation to their perception of the family, not pass messages on or pass false messages on that can be explained away. So basically, in a nutshell, they will try and isolate the target from their support group or from people who feed back to them who they are so that the narcissist becomes fully in control and all powerful in relation to to the victim or the target's life. 
So you may have noticed this family and friends that the person you love and who's coming to you now for support withdrew from you to a certain extent or was withdrawn from you. And you may even have identified that the person didn't have their best interests at heart. But you were at a loss as to what to do to protect the person because the person seemed very happy and seemed very defensive if there was any indication that maybe they had made the wrong choice in this narcissist or if you saw something that you were worried about in the narcissist and you brought it to the target's attention. Um, sorry, guys, for calling us targets, but this is the best way to describe it, I feel. Um, that, you, that, you know, if family and friends are in any way critical of the narcissist, the narcissist will work harder at love bombing the target and isolating them from family and friends. So family and friends are often at a great loss as to their ability to help the target until the relationship is over. And that's when you can offer great support and be there for the person who's been through this awful experience. So there's the isolation period and then there is a grooming process that the target goes through where the affection and admiration and validation is withdrawn by degrees. And as the target looks more to see what they're doing wrong in the relationship in order to bring the narcissist back more towards them, they tend to introspect and validate the narcissist more and try and do more for the narcissist and lose a sense of themselves because they're self-blaming and they're introspecting because the relationship that seemed so ideal in the beginning and so much like the one that was meant to be um, seems to be running into problems and the narcissist is putting out that the target themselves are the reason that the relationship is running into problems. And they kind of hold out the carrot and say, if you do this or if you didn't do that, we could get back to the initial phase where we were really happy and we were moving forward into a wonderful future. So they do a lot of future faking as well, uh, carrot dangling and saying, you know, giving the impression that if you were my ideal partner, we will get married and we'll have businesses and we we'll go on holidays and we'll have children, whatever the target is dreaming about or would like or you know, whatever, whatever their carrot is to behave themselves and to do what the narcissist wants them to do and to, to live less of their own lives. Like, for instance, you may have an instance where the target of narcissistic abuse is, you know, trying to follow their own interests or maybe get fit or make new friends. The narcissist will often be very threatened by that and come up with a drama or a crisis or need help from from you in order to reel you back in and for you not to concentrate on things that are of you. It has to be all about the narcissist and you being there 110% for the narcissist and no longer putting effort into your own life or who you actually are as a person. 
So guys, for family and friends watching this video, the identity and the self of the target are slowly eroded away without the target actually realizing that this is going on. There's a grooming process of a kind of a push and a pull, a kind of discipline and reward uh, system going on that's very subtle. So again, the more isolated the target is from family and friends, the more they look to the narcissist for validation and the more enmeshed they become with this individual who's highly toxic and is sucking the energy in every way, spiritually, emotionally and physically out of the, the target, out of the, the person who's in the intimate relationship with the narcissist. It's a gradual process. Um, these relationships often last for between a year and 18 months until the real, this is all the abuse is going on within the relationship, but until the relationship really starts to fall apart and the narcissist is pushing the individual into the ground or looking to capitalize on whatever they came into the relationship for, be it financial abuse or, or the person being rejected for somebody else until they build themselves up again. The narcissist will go through a devaluation cycle. They will torture their targets or their victims by introducing other love interests into the relationship past past in, you know, exes or or new people going forward. So the target or victim is fighting all the time to stay with the narcissist to improve the relationship. They, they take on this responsibility onto themselves because of the psychological abuse that a narcissist will push their target through. Um, the person feels that it is their fault, the relationship is failing and that the narcissist is, is looking at other people as being better than the person they're with at the moment. So they're pitting the person that they're with at the moment against other possible love interests. And at this stage, the person is so downtrodden, has lost so much of themselves and their sense of value and worth and self-esteem that they get conned into trying to still do more for the narcissist so the narcissist won't leave them for someone else. And there's a great fear of abandonment at this stage when the person is in such a low state of being able to regulate their own emotions because the narcissist is regulating the narcissist's emotions on them. So the narcissist is getting pleasure out of the put downs. They're getting a feel better factor, a feeling superior factor because they're able to take this wonderful, loving person that you have known prior to the relationship with the narcissist. They're now in a very destroyed position. So the narcissist will eventually leave their victim, their target. Sometimes narcissists go on to have more long term relationships. These can be extremely damaging. Your loved one may not come out of that relationship for five or 10 years and then will reveal maybe all the abuse that they've actually been through. But the harder ones to support people through are the medium to short term relationships because these are really intense and they do a hell of an amount of damage. And the 
the damage that you see in your loved one after this relationship doesn't seem to equate to the amount of time they've been with this person. And you want to support them. You're trying to understand why they're why they're going through so much pain, why they seem unable to even follow a routine, why they feel maybe they're self-sabotaging, they're not able to go to work, they're drinking too much, they're needing constant, you know, long talks on the phone or calling over to you. And all they can talk about is the narcissist. And you're going, why are they talking about their ex-partner so much? Like, why can't they just move forward? You know, that other person, you know, their ex-partner has moved forward into a new relationship. So what's wrong with, you know, this person I love, like my sister, my brother, my daughter, my son, my father, my mother? What's wrong with them? Why can they not, you know, get over this person and, and see that it was just, you know, not meant to be and the relationship's over now and, they have to move on and I don't know what I can do to help them. I think they seriously have something wrong with them. Don't do that to this person that you love. They don't have something wrong with them. They were conned by a narcissist. They're highly vulnerable and susceptible at this stage. What you can do for them is fully believe the horrendous things they're telling you. Support them. Tell them how great they are as a person. Re, try and rebuild their self-esteem in relation to how you feel about them as a person in their positive qualities. Be there for them. Listen without getting frustrated. Gently suggest to them that is there anything you can do to help in relation to maybe taking them out for a walk um, encouraging them in their passions and what was really important to them before they got into the relationship with the narcissist. Understand that it's a process and it's going to take quite a long time for them to build themselves up again, to be the person that you knew before the relationship with the narcissist. Actually, when they do it, you'll be really amazed at their strength, their endurance, the love that they still have for people and the fact that they will come out of this so much better and so much stronger. It's really hard to express to you if you haven't gone through narcissist, sorry, narcissistic abuse, how devastating it is on all levels. You are looking at an emotional ripping apart, shredding of a person, their beliefs in everything they held true prior to this relationship are shattered. They trusted a person who was totally untrustworthy, who was not who they appeared to be or presented to be, who actually, instead of loving your loved one or the target in the relationship, the person actually resented them and hated them. They have had their spirituality really damaged in that they, the narcissist will bring people into their ego state so that they lose their sense of peace, 
They even lose some of their relationship with God. They need to reevaluate everything after this relationship. Physically, they're exhausted because they've been looking after the narcissist's needs and not their own. So their adrenal system can be in collapse. They are withdrawing from hormones, a kind of a hormone control situation where the narcissist was able to produce in them the feel good hormones and they, instead of regulating their own pleasurable um, feel good hormones, that was given over to the narcissist's control like a drug dealer, a drug dealer of their hormones. So they're left like in a withdrawal state because they were groomed to go to the narcissist for this validation. So it's difficult for them to see any hope or joy in the future until they have no contact with this person and until their hormones start to get re-regulated by themselves and by you guys. Their friends and family can help them in this by being there for them, by trusting them, by not looking as them at them as the crazy person, by understanding what they've been through, that they've actually been fraudulently, can't say that word, sorry guys, fraudulently conned by an emotional vampire, by someone who has a personality disorder. So they have entered into a madness and they're coming out of a madness. It's like they attended, I don't know if you've heard of the book, Alice in Wonderland and the Mad Hatter's Tea Party. They have been at a Mad Hatter's Tea Party for however long they were in that relationship. So they need to sit down at a, a normal tea party, have normal conversations with a sense of, with a real sense of reality, not a distorted reality that they were living in when they were with the narcissist. So stick with it, guys. Please have faith in the person that you knew before, because that person will come back a stronger, better, much more discerning, much more spiritually aware, much more awakened person who you'll have the most wonderful relationship with going forward because you will have supported them and really loved them. And they will be reminded of what real love is in you doing this. So that's how important you are to someone who has been through narcissistic abuse, particularly in the intense period of an intimate relationship. I hope, guys, that will help. Um, so anyone that is seeing this as a loved one or family member, thanks for being there for the person that's showing you the video. Try and... Yeah, try and just have faith in them because they will be back to you. Just takes a bit of time and love and understanding of of where they're coming from and what they've been through. And I hope this helps you understand it too and get them back. Thanks for listening. Bye for now, guys. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.